Mary. Hashtag not committed. Hey, hey, welcome in to another edition of Not Committed. I am your host, Zach Perry, and a little bit of a little, uh, I wouldn't say irony, a little bit of uh, talking out of both sides of our mouth here because we are talking about someone that is committed as former on three consensus four-star quarterback Walker Howard has announced that he will be transferring to Ole Miss and had to bring him on. There's nobody else that knows him or his game better. Then on three national recruiting analyst, Sam Spiegelman. Sam, good morning. How are we doing? Doing great. Thanks for having me. All right, so let's just get into it. Um, just off the top, I, we were talking before we hit record. I think it's pretty obvious why Walker Howard got into the transfer portal. But from your perspective as someone that's on the ground, you know, down there near that program, um, when did you get a sense that this was a possibility? Uh, probably when, uh, we got the news that Jaden Daniels after, you know, obviously a really great season, um, in his first at LSU was, was going to come back. Um, you know, I don't think it was a, you know, a direct hit, but, uh, definitely, you know, it, it felt like, you know, between Garrett Nussmeyer, who's been there for some time and Walker Howard, who, who just got there, you know, obviously both of them want to have a chance to compete for the job and, uh, you know, you, 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 the probability gets a little bit lower when when Jaden Daniels, the returning starter for for much of the year for LSU and a big part of their success in their first season under Brian Kelly. But now that he's returning, um, I think Walker just, you know, I felt like he had he felt like he had options elsewhere. Transfer portal uh, gives players of, of his caliber that that ability. And uh, he found a fit with a very couple familiar faces over there in, in Oxford. So you and I briefly touched on it during the last cycle, as you just alluded to, Lane Kiffin really wanted him. Um, but I think I knew it, everyone else knew it. And then you basically reiterated that, yeah, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a tough pull. Um, he's a legacy at LSU. His father played quarterback at LSU. Um, but yeah, I mean, Kiffin really wanted him. They tried to get him on campus several times, never happened. And then now they get their second chance at it. And, um, you know, swing connect and and knock it out of the park here but um as far as how you see him fitting in Lane Kiffin's system and kind of what his strengths are um where do you see him in a Lane Kiffin type offense I think it's very um similarly structured to what he ran to a T um for his two years as a starter at St. Thomas More and Lafayette um Walker is he he sees the field very quickly he, you know he makes all of his reads pre-snap and um he makes very smart decisions um I don't I mean, there's not a throw that he can't make and there's not a throw that you know I would joke with him to to the, to his face that he's not willing to at least try to make he's um he's one of the most confident quarterbacks I've ever been around and I think that it, it really is exemplified with the way he plays um he he loves to take chances he's super athletic um he's he you know we, we've seen in Lane, Lane Kiffin's offense the ability to just run a you know a little bit um adds a lot to to that that offense as a whole and and Walker is very athletic um very mobile he can also at that same 
you know, and in that same point can extend plays really well. And it allows him and his really more so his receivers to, to get downfield and um, the way he sees the way he attacks the way he's willing to fit throws into tight windows. I, I've, I think he's one of the best quarterbacks I've ever gotten to be around um, in my time in this position. Um, his run uh, from a junior to senior year, obviously we know he had the perfect uh, junior season that ended in a state championship, him and Jack Betch. Um, now at L- now from LSU to now at TCU, um, but probably um, one of the uh, and one of the things that, that I've talked about with Walker, the the most impressive thing is when he returned from his injury as a senior, his run, you know, including the the run in the into the playoffs. I think he coming off of a, a hip injury through something like fourteen or fifteen touchdowns to one interception and like three games or something, just extraordinary, and and you know, including the playoffs. Um, he's a gamer. He's absolutely, um, you know, he was, in my opinion, I thought he was a five-star caliber quarterback. Um, and I think he's, you know, I think the, the reason him and his family were so intrigued by Lane Kiffin and, and originally when Jeff Levy was the OC there, um, was they, they, they believed that, that Lane vision, that Lane had a great vision for offense and that, that they would put him and his skill set in a position to succeed. So like you, like you mentioned, they were very tempted, um, even though they, they committed to LSU early. We know the family ties there, um, but they were really intrigued with Notre Dame by Tommy Reese and also BK, who obviously ended up being LSU's close, which LSU's uh, coach. Um, but the, at the same time, they were really interested in in Ole Miss and and, and Lane and Jeff Levy as a as a tandem. And um, it 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 is kind of it's it's cool to see that those relationships from high school uh, persisted, you know, to now. You mentioned the the high school run and, um, you know, you and I were at the Elite 11 Regional in Baton Rouge. He was there. He did not participate. He ended up participating in the Houston Regional and uh, made it to the finals. Uh, you mentioned you think he's a five-star caliber player. Um, I mean, he was a high, high four-star in the on-three consensus and on-three ranks him pretty high. Um, and look, I, I I always preface it with, like, hey, we're we're making a comp. This isn't a direct like he is going to be this guy. And also, like, what's the fun in making comps if you don't compare people to really good players? That's just boring. Um, so what? So, so I I preface what I'm saying now with that. Um, who does he remind you of? Because just watching a little bit of film, I'm gonna dive into it more now um, that it's official. But it may be just some recency bias. He's got a little bit of Matt Corral in him. I think it's the size is very similar. Sure. Um, good, good speed. Not, not going to, you know, blow you away with any home run speed, but he can move. Got, got some functional mobility, but the arm, the arm talents there. Um, but you've seen him in person a ton. Who does he kind of remind you of? Yeah, though, though that's a really great comp. Um, Matt Corral is, is kind of, kind of the same same build like you mentioned walker isn't an imposing physical quarterback he's about six foot one um you know probably about 200 pounds at this point uh now that he's been in a college weight program in the sec for a year but he's like i said he's super athletic he's he's some of his greatest plays have been him extending plays you know escaping pressure um you know he's he's played against some of the some of the best teams um in the state of louisiana some of the more physical teams um, 
you know, I know that when, when he got to LSU that they were, they were really impressed by him. I know that um, just from being around him and, and his teammates, um, the probably the biggest difference and why I'm hesitant, like, yeah, physically he compares great to Matt Corral, but um, you know, as a, as a quarterback, which we all know is, 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 you know, arguably the, the most important on the field. Um, Walker has legitimate um, intangibles that what he brings to the locker room, what he brings to the huddle from play to play. Um, that's not to say that Matt Corral, you know, has, has doesn't, um, but, but Walker, you know, what he did for his team during a, a state championship run, um, lifting them to the playoffs, what, you know, once they lost Jack Betch, who we all know is, it was an all state receiver in, in high school as a senior, um, and really the adversity he's battled in his life with his family. And, and he's, um, he's always been just a little bit, you know, you know, sharper between the ears than, than most his age. Um, but, you know, he's always known about his own abilities and he's continued to get better and better. And, um, I, I kind of do think that there's not really a throw that he can't make. Um, and if he can't make it, he's, he's the kind of kid that's going to be working in every, every single day to make that throw. Um, I think he, he attacks really well vertically, which is a staple of all of Lane's offenses. Um, I think he, he gets rid of the ball so quickly. Um, it's, it probably, you know, before we just saw Arch Manning in this 2023 cycle and, um, you know, kind of shades of what you see from Jackson Arnold, the ability to get rid of the ball so quickly, make, make smart decisions and just put the ball on the money. Accuracy is the most important trait um, with, with, with any evaluation of a quarterback. That's where it all begins, no matter how far or pretty you can make that ball spin. Uh, if you can't put it on the money, then you're going to, you know, cost your team, you know, wins, which is ultimately what matters and why coaches get paid or fired. Um, and Walker is as accurate as they come. And and he's been that way during his run in high school. And I think, you know, Ned Ole Miss, he's going to have a chance to legitimately compete for the job. And I certainly wouldn't be surprised if he's uh, QB one at, at Ole Miss or, you know, at least knocking on that door, ready to, ready to come in when the time comes. All right, we're going to take a quick break here from the sponsors. When we come back, we'll have more with On3 National Analyst Sam Spiegelman talking Walker Howard. So hang tight. We'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Lamar Yard, Oxford's indoor-outdoor restaurant, bar, and entertainment space on South Lamar. They now have an updated menu with non-barbecue options from Tex-Mex to Mississippi Delta Catfish to Smash Burgers. And you can contact Lamar Yard for your private events for the spring and summer. They have a dedicated event coordinator who will help you plan your event from start to finish, and they offer on-site catering. Weddings to Greek parties or corporate events, Lamar Yard is the perfect place to host your next party. Lamar Yard is Oxford's quintessential family and pet-friendly venue, and they look forward to hosting you soon. Check them out at LamarYard.com. And if you want a place for clever dishes and captivating cocktails, look no further than So Wild and South Lamar. Chef Erica and her committed team of food and beverage enthusiasts are bringing top-notch cuisine and libations to you six days a week. Whether it's happy hour three to six, fresh squeezed margaritas, ramen, two for one Moscow mules, all of that and more, the best and brightest in house or via curbside pickup. Check them out, solaoxford.com or call them at 662 238 3500 and place your order today. The show also brought to you by Memphis restauranteer Kelly English and his restaurant group in Memphis, Tennessee. The renowned chef and his team are offering nationwide shipping and virtual cooking classes with Cooking with Kelly. You can learn more about the nationwide shipping at irisetc.com. And you can also book a virtual cooking class online at table22.com slash iris. 
Kelly English Restaurant Group in Memphis, Second Line Restaurant Iris, and the Magnolia House down on the coast in Biloxi. The show is also brought to you by Cherokee Valley Golf Course in Olive Branch, Mississippi. Get on over, see Cody Allen and the rest of the crew take on their challenge of the wide plush Zoiza fairways and large championship Bermuda greens. They've got two putting greens to hone in your game with the flat stick, the driving range, and a chipping green to tighten up that short game. Book a tee time online at olivebranchgolf.com or give them a call at 662-893-4444. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage, but intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back here on Not Committed talking Walker Howard, the former LSU quarterback committed to the Rebels. Wednesday morning, we are here talking with Sam Spiegelman, on three national recruiting analyst. Sam, we, we talked about it on our show last week about the importance of getting someone like Walker Howard because he is technically a transfer. He came from a college program, but he's essentially still pretty green, fresh out of high school, and the importance of Ole Miss getting back on schedule at that position. Um, Marcel Reed flipped late before the early signing period, went to Texas A&M, and um, Ole Miss didn't sign a high school guy in 2022. They opted for the transfer portal and got Jackson Dart. Um, talking about getting back on schedule, you know, with Dart, you know, for, for Ole Miss fans, best case, 2023, he has a great year, goes to the NFL. Then Walker Howard steps right in, you know, after a year, you know, as a, you know, in a backup role, getting acclimated, learning the offense, all of that. Um, but for a guy like him, um, just kind of looking at the numbers, I mean, just, just ridiculous. He, he averaged over 350 yards per game in high school, just under four touch, uh, four touchdown passes per game, lead 11 finalist under armor, all American. Um, and then, like you said, he, he battled through some injuries and then almost led him to a three peat. What do you think the ceiling is for someone like Walker Howard in college? Oh, that's a great question. Um, you know, I, 
he plays the most important position. Um, and I think that in Lane's offense, when it's his time, you know, like you said, give him a year to understand the offense. He's going to be itching and chomping at the bit like he is. He's anxious. He probably thinks that he should already be starting. That's just the kind of way he's wired, which is, you know, like every quarterback does. He's going to soak in that offense. He's going to devote himself to the cause and he's going to be ready to go when his number's called. Um, and and I'm sure he's, you know, he's, he's like, like I said, he's chomping at the bit. Um, you know, I, I, I could see him being, you know, a, a second round pick. I mean, I, I could, could he, it, it depends. I mean, it, 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 it kind of depends on, you know, we, we haven't seen what he looks like, uh, you know, in this offense, like I, I have a vision of what he's going to look like. And I think that's going to get the attention of, of, of all these teams. So I think like safely, you know, I think that, you know, down the road, I, I think he's going to be a day one or day two pick. Um, but he, you know, he hasn't taken a college snap in a meaningful situation yet. So it's, it's just, you know, that's me, you know, projecting, of course, which is always a dangerous word, but, um, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, you know, I believe that, you know, looking back over the years, like, you know, Louisiana isn't a quarterback state. And then over the last couple of years, we, you know, you know, I don't, I can't, I don't want to say beginning with Walker, but you know, he was, he's, you know, he's in that conversation with, with Arch as one of the better quarterbacks, I, from you know from this state in particular um you know thinking about it more and more you know he had it he had seasons you know resembling that of Jackson Arnold you know where where you're you know putting up you know, enormous numbers or um you know advancing your team to the state championship when you know you probably aren't really supposed to be in that game um and and that's what his mo is that's the way he's like I said the way he's wired I, I remember um, when he camped at LSU as a as a say as a freshman probably and he was he's thrown with the with the senior quarterbacks the Caleb Daniels um, excuse me the Caleb Williams of the world the Ty Simpsons and now at Alabama um, and they are the Garrett Nussmeyers you know at the time and and he he doesn't you know he's not really he doesn't really shy away from competition he um, I think he's you know, I think he has the tools both, you know, I think with quarterback physically and, and also, you know, between the ears and, uh, and I think he's going to win over his, the locker room eventually. And when it's his time, I think they're going to be ready to roll for him. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think that, you know, it's also worth mentioning that, yeah, we talked about Lane Kiffin having a tie to, to Walker and, and his family, but, but Pete Golding um, was among the first coaches, if not the first to, to actually offer him, uh, when he was defensive coordinator at Alabama, and of course he recruits the state of Louisiana for for Alabama, and now he will for for Ole Miss as well. Um, but him, you know, TCU was was a very tempting uh, destination here. Jack Betch is is not only his former high school and college teammates, like his best friend in the entire world, and um, you know his other best friend is Will Campbell, who's LSU starting left tackle, um, was all SEC last year. Um, so, so to pull, you know, I, I think it took the right formula, um, not to mention Marty Biaggi, who also is another Louisiana guy who, you know, had a role in, in Walker's recruitment, not too far back. And, you know, the right, the right blend, uh, the right formula right there, uh, along with Lane, of course, you know, steering those, steering the train, but, um, it took, I think it would take a lot to, to not only pull him from LSU, but also steer them away from TCU and, it's a, it's a really big win for the rebels. I think, you know, I don't, I don't have a lot of negative things to say about Walker because he's checked all the boxes during my time, evaluating him, covering him. And, um, you know, I, you know, I'm sure he, he believes that he should be the quarterback right now, like I said, but, 
Um, he's going to be, I, I assure you, he's going to be ready to go when, when his time is up. It, that's great segue there. You mentioned TCU. I was going to ask you, I know that that was the, the real threat for Ole Miss in this one. Um, and, and I never had it confirmed or, or really talked to anyone that gave me a, a clear answer on it, but I, I think it's pretty clear. But do you think the, I guess, um, Garrett Riley moving on to Clemson change things for TCU, or do you think Kiffin and and Ole Miss had the the claws in pretty deep early? Um, you know, I'm sure. I, I think the it's it's you know I think that the, the bigger thing was that they wanted to have him enrolled at a school to start getting ready and working out with teams. Um, you know, I think that, you know, TCU, I think he was excited to play for Garrett Riley, um, at least the possibility of it. And obviously, like I mentioned earlier, I think he was excited to be, you know, reunited with, with Jack Betch, who, you know, ultimately, you know, there's a, I, I say this all the time. There's no such thing as, you know, uh, a guaranteed, you know, one, two duo when it comes to recruiting, but that's about yeah. as close as it gets, unless they were, they were, you know, twin brothers or, you know, brothers, um, that's about that's the third degree as as I'll as I'll put it as level of best friends and um, I think that TCU was it was the first team that that I heard um, before Walker had even entered the transfer portal so um, not to mention that they just you know, obviously made a run and in, into the national championship game so it feels like everything was in place at least under Sonny Dykes and and with Garrett Riley but like I said Ole Miss Lane Kiffin that you know once 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 word got to Oxford. Um, those those relationships date back to high school. Pete Golding and his relationships date back to high school. Same goes for Biagi. And um, I can definitely recall lots of conversations with with not Walker, but but his dad, Jamie, who, um, you know, Jamie played for Ole Miss. Uh, excuse me. J- Jamie played for LSU. Um, but his I want to say members of his of his late wife's family actually went to Mississippi State um so I was joking the other day that you know naturally in this in this beautiful family that the the SEC triangle will be completed there going from you know the family one family coming from state another that you know went to LSU and and obviously the reason that Walker went to LSU was was to honor his his late mother who he loved so much um and that was her favorite school um and now the business decision to to go to Ole Miss. It's just it's a, it's a beautiful little triangle there. Yeah, that's that's quite the SEC West story. <laughs> um, it's pretty. I, it just means more, right? Um, so uh, it, there was another Auburn was rumored to try to get him to visit. He didn't. Um, but I think the other potential threat involved here was Florida head coach Billy Napier. Head coach at Louisiana before he arrived in Gainesville. Um, Walker Howard's from Lafayette, Louisiana. There was, you know, a relationship there. Did that ever really materialize or was it kind of too little too late? No, I, I mean, not to say that it wouldn't have, but I think that they wanted, I mean, it's January 18th when he had this decision made. You know, I'm sure he's going to be um, in Oxford sooner rather than later. Um, he does have a great relationship with Billy Napier. He's got a relationship with a lot of those um, coaches on that Florida staff that 
uh, Napier brought with him the Gainesville from Lafayette. Um, and obviously <laughs> Jaden Rashada filing for his release from his national letter of intent um, <laughs> doesn't hurt the opportunity to go to an SEC <laughs> school with a lot of other Louisiana kids that are on the offensive line uh, in the backfield. Um you know, it's it's it, it's certainly intriguing, and I think in Napier they trust. I know that they were, um, they were interested when Napier uh, was rumored uh, in in conjunction with the LSU job not so long ago, um, and then Auburn. Yeah, I think I think that there was Auburn. Auburn quietly recruits the state of Louisiana pretty well, and they've had some holdover on their staff and Zach Etheridge and um, what's his face. Uh, Trovon Reed, uh, who runs their personnel and director of player personnel um for Auburn who who recruit Louisiana really well and um they they've gotten a couple of guys there over the year and I think they're they're all world linebacker Donovan Kaufman is he's a he's a New mm-hmm. Orleans kid um but I I don't think it I think that Florida would have had an edge in that department but those never materialized at least to the level of Ole Miss and TCU all right we're gonna take our final break when we come back we'll close things up with Sam Spiegelman on three national recruiting analyst talking Walker Howard to Ole Miss so last word from the folks that make it possible and then we'll be back to close up shop podcast brought to you by Protection Unlimited Incorporated the Mid-South's leader in commercial and residential alarm security Wayne Lowry and his team have been serving the greater Memphis area and North Mississippi for 50 plus years and would love to get your business and or family protected today They offer cutting-edge security for your home or business with video surveillance options, and they're monitoring 24-7, 365. You can reach them via phone at 901-754-6510 or email them at info at protectionunlimited.com. Podcast also comes to you thanks to Bluff City Advisory Group, Memphis' leading team of finance professionals. They can provide advanced assistance with financial planning, pension and qualified plan support, and business and estate planning strategies. Former Ole Miss Rebel and founding partner Ben Still, along with his elite-level customer service team, make it their goal to help you meet the ongoing demands of your financial needs. Learn more about them at BluffCityAdvisory.com. Podcast brought to you by the Barry Home Team. You're ready to sell and make the most net profit from your home. Call Stacy and Rick Barry today. They will lead you through the process from property assessment, repairs, staging, and putting that sold sign in your yard. Both have earned the multi-million dollar club member status, and they would love to assist you today in your real estate ventures. Call them 901-481-6420 or 901-461-6421. After you have talked to the Barry Home Team, you can talk to Saddle Creek Title, another proud sponsor of the show. They're the Mid-South's leader in client-focused, innovative closing solutions. Neil Hanna and his team are more than just a real estate closing firm. They are dedicated to going the distance to ensure the ease and growth of your real estate business. Find more information at SaddleCreekTitle.com or call them 901-753-1600. Show brought to you by Davis McCord State Farm. If you're looking for good neighbor service and surprisingly great insurance rates, look no further than Davis and his team. They are your one-stop shop in Alabama, Arkansas, Tennessee, and Mississippi for the service you deserve at the price you want. So stop looking around. Give Davis a call. He is ready to help. 901-755-6110 and get your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And we are back here. Final segment, not committed. All right, Sam. Again, we, we, we've done the comp. We've asked for the ceiling, all of that. The elephant in the room, why is Ole Miss going after so many quarterbacks? 
They've got Jackson Dart. He's coming back. I think he had a great end to the 2022 season. Ole Miss obviously did not as a team. They lost five in a row, but I think he got better as the year went on. He looked far more comfortable than he did in September. Um, I think he's poised to have a big year. He's got some big-time receiver targets coming in. Trey Harris from Louisiana Tech. Chris Marshall from Texas A&M. He's got some guys returning in the slot. Um, they're after a couple more. Uh, and then they're bringing in a guy that that you like a lot, Aiden Williams, uh, true freshman. But how real of a, quote, competition do you think this will be with Walker Howard stepping in that quarterback room now? You know, he's 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 not a, he's not a high school guy because he went to college for a year, but he played in just two games. So he keeps his redshirt status. But how real and how legitimate do you think he can push? Jackson Dart, maybe not for stealing the job, but but being a a bona fide legitimate backup. No, I mean, I I I don't see why not. Is is my my question? I think you know, like you said, like Jackson Dart is is a is a is a good quarterback. Um, you know, his decision to, to return obviously um, one will will ideally bolster his draft stock. So, you know, if, and when he declares next year, you know, he'll be in a better position than, than right now, but, you know, obviously he, you know, that was his first year playing for, for Lane Kiffin and, um, you know, in, in, in his second year, you know, you would, you would anticipate that he and the offense with the addition of, you know, not, not just Aiden Williams, who is an absolute, you know, alien um, that they beat out a lot of sec schools for, um, but someone like Chris Marshall has has those abilities as well. And he is um, he is one of the better high school wide receivers um, from from recent memories, which is coming out of the Houston area, um, not to mention the obviously the reinforcements that they're they're maintaining in their backfield. Um, but do I, in terms of ability, I, I don't I, I'm I'm obviously partial. So like you'll have to excuse like what I, what I believe, I believe that Walker Howard has a higher ceiling than Jackson Dart. So to me, Lane is going to have to decide whether, you know, and, and you presume again that the experience um, that Jackson Dart has in this offense would give him some um, a more of an advantage. But in terms of a, a ceiling, like I believe that Walker is equipped to run this as good as, as anyone in the country. I don't, I don't, um, like I mentioned earlier, I don't see many, I don't have a lot of negative things to say about Walker's game. I think the biggest thing with Walker is just the, like you said, he's, he's not, you know, green out of high school, but he hasn't played meaningful snaps in the SEC. So, you know, you know, it would be up to Walker to show whatever he gains, uh, in practice in Baton Rouge, show it, um, during the, you know, I'm assuming he's enrolling pretty, pretty soon. So, um, show it th- th- during these workouts, show it during the spring and then during summer camp. Um, like you said, Jackson Dart is probably the guy because of uh, default, but you know, there's, there's no telling in the sec that you can't take a hit and, you know, and, and Jackson might not be able to finish a game and that might just be your opportunity. And that's just how it works. Um, I'm assuming that uh, if the Howards felt comfortable going to Oxford uh, when they had other options available to them, not only in the SEC, but like we talked about TCU, then there has to be an agreed upon or um, understood uh, train for the quarterbacks um, in Oxford. And, and they're, you know, they're, you're not going to, you're not going to pull a fast one on anyone with the transfer portal. 
Um, and you're not going to pull a fast one on on kids these days and their families that are very, you know, that are looking to play and get on the field. So, um, you know, whatever the time frame is for Walker to get on the field, I think the sky's the limit. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see what he looks like in Oxford. You, you know, I you, you bring up a great point with, you know, hey, who's to say he can't beat him out? And look. Lane Kiffin, his his entire brand since he got to Ole Miss, they've they've used the the phrase pro mindset, and and I think that that's sometimes to his detriment with with roster management and how he only plays you know thirty five forty guys instead of you know utilizing the entire eighty five man roster. But that's another show, another time. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that was probably you know we don't know you know verbatim, but. It's probably the conversation he had with with Walker and his and his dad Jamie was you know hey come in like it, if you want the job go get it I, I mean I think and Jackson Dart is a guy that's it's highly competitive he's super talented and I think he understands it too like hey I'm I'm the returning starter but I got to earn it every day you know I mean it's the the old adage of you know you either get better or you get worse you don't stay the same so I think that that's kind of how that culture in that locker room operates is. Hey, you know, you, you might have started last week, but you still got to prove that you're worthy to start this week. So um I'm with you. I I, I think it's um probably the best quarterback room Ole Miss has had in a long time. And you know, maybe it's it's not ideal for them to have a quote unquote competition. Um, but I think at this point, the guys know the deal. It's it's college football, it's high level, it's power five, it's SEC. You got to earn it. You got to you got to win your job every day. Um, and you know, for us, hey, it's 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 great for us. It's it's just easy content. You know, I mean, it's two two talented quarterbacks going at it. So I'm with you. I, I I'm excited just as someone who covers it to be able to, you know, see how this unfolds because now I mean, it's just a, another incredibly talented piece in that offense. And we've we've gone you know almost 30 minutes and we haven't even mentioned Quinshawn Judkins. So um, that just tells you just how good um, Walker Howard and, and that offense could potentially be. No doubt. I completely agree. All right. Well, that is going to do it for not committed again. Big thanks to Sam. He's incredibly busy and uh, I finally got a chance to pin him down to come on here and talk. So uh, we thank him for his time and, um, we thank you for your time, for listening, and, of course, thanks to the sponsors for making it possible. Sam, before I let you go, let the folks know where they can find your work on On3 and uh, on uh, Twitter. Uh, yeah, give me give me a follow uh, at Sam Speegs, S-A-M-S-P-I-E-G-S. Um, all my work is on On3.com on the football recruiting part, and uh, – if you like Suntory and Perkins and, and guys like Aiden Williams, um, come to give me a follow on Instagram too. I think that's what all the kids use now. And that's <laughs> Sam Speaks on three. All right. That's going to do it. I uh, will be back uh, probably next week. Um, ben and I will be recording a podcast probably as soon as we hang up here. Uh, so we'll have more content over at omspirit.com, part of on three. Stay locked in the portal is uh look the window closes today but it's going to continue to turn and we'll have more recruiting coverage for you so for sam i'm zach thanks for tuning in we out everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.